Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. Hey, hey, beautiful listeners. Now, some of you may not know, but we have a free community called Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. It's where we get to continue these conversations, connect with guests and other entrepreneurs to share our expertise, find some cool tips, and there's some awesome collaborations happening over in the community. So if you are not already a member, jump on over and connect with us there. That's Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. I'll see you in the group. And so first I want to start there. What is burnout? Because so many people still, even if they have experienced it, still are unaware of really what burnout is. So the difference between just regular stress that happens every day and burnout is burnout is a prolonged stress and anxiety, chronic stress and anxiety over a a long period of time. And when I say long period, that could just be a month, a couple of months. Um, For me, the first time I burnt out, I could definitely see it and pinpoint it occurring over at least 18 months to two years, right? So it's prolonged chronic stress and anxiety, which results in physical mental and emotional exhaustion and a lot of the time it starts from or is triggered by this sudden lack of meaning or detachment from our work and the impact that our work is having so that's burnout stress is one thing there's nothing we can do about stress stress happens it's life But when we continuously experience stress and what happens is we experience stress and it builds up, but then we don't ever process it. We don't ever let it go through its whole cycle emotionally, mentally, physically. It kind of just stays in our system. And then the next stressful event happens because, you know, life and that just adds to it. And again, we don't ever allow ourselves the chance to decompress, to rinse it out, to go through the whole emotional cycle. So it just compounds again and again and again. And myself and so many people that I've spoken to, we recognize the physical effects of stress. So I have spoken to women who have been just so stressed out, but pushed through and ignored the signs of stress and pressure that they were under, pushed through so much that they ended up 
in emergency, right, in the emergency room. The story of Ariana Huffington is such a famous one. If you don't know, go check it out. She, uh, from the Huffington Post, she is now a huge big advocate on sleep and, and getting adequate sleep because that's definitely part of the physical side of burnout. It's about getting more sleep because our, our sleep patterns get affected. We find it hard to go to sleep and or hard um, staying asleep. And Ariane Huffington, again, was working late. She pushed herself so much she physically collapsed and the way she fell, she hit her head on the corner of her desk and ended up in emergency. And luckily there was no long-term or permanent damage. But these are some of the devastating side effects or aftermath of burnout. My own story, I experienced burnout to the point where I, was, I struggled to get out of bed in the morning. I was completely demotivated. I felt really detached. Like what was the point? What was the point in anything I was doing? I was working 24 seven and for what? Who cares? You know, I really felt that loss of meaning and that loss of purpose. And so as a result, not only was I physically, mentally and emotionally exhausted, but my original passion for my business, for what I did, completely burnt up completely burnt up and I lost my identity. So here we go. I just want to dive into it a little bit because there's so many layers to this and I myself am still trying to find the best way to adequately describe the, the devastation, the impact of burnout and how we can start to notice the subtle signs before we go too far down the path of burnout because the cost of burnout is like I've been talking about uh, physical health, uh, mental health because it results in not only anxiety but deep depression. Like I said, I lost my identity. I felt completely lost. Like who am I? What do I do? What is the whole Point. What is the whole meaning to my life, to my existence? I felt completely lost and, and helpless and hopeless in that space. So it can lead to really deep depression. And then um, also on an emotional level, you know, we experience such great isolation and the stress really impacts our ability to just function on a daily basis. So there, the cost of burnout is devastating. So I, I ended up selling my business, guys. I sold my business and everything that I owned. I just, I just wanted to get out of, of my life. I wanted to get out of everything that I'd spent the 10 years prior working towards and building up my wealth, my status, like where I lived, you know, who I was connected to. So on the outside, I ticked all those boxes of success but it just, at the end of the day, it didn't mean shit. I was just hollow. And so financially, um, our relationships, it costs us in our relationships, in our identity, in our ability to just function 
as as a human being, productive or not, I mean, we lose our ability to just function in the world. So the cost of burnout is is huge. It is huge. But there are things that we can do along the way. And I'm not even just talking about self-care. Yes, self-care is important, hugely important. But I am calling for a change in the way we work, in the way we show up in our work, in in the way that we structure our work and, and our daily functionings. You know, I am calling for not just okay, you've got to do self-care, here's some meditation, and you think, oh, crap, that's just something else, right? Oh, that's just something else I have to do. My to-do list is already full, it's overflowing, and now you're telling me I've got to do this stuff as well. I think that that's a really big call, it's a really big ask, especially people in their own business. Time is money, guys. Your time is so precious, and while, yes, it's, I'm not saying it's wasted on self-care, no, but I'm saying there are things that we can do that while we are working that will help to energize us, refuel us, and allow us to process the daily stresses that we all experience. You know, there is a better way of working. And what has been wonderful, if I dare say that, about the pandemic is that it's really shaken things up. It's really showed us that we've just been stuck in this box, in this mindset of, well, work is Monday to Friday, nine to five. Like that's what it is. It's, you know, it can only be done in one way and you have to be in a particular space at a particular time and that's it. And we just, we're, we're stuck. We've been stuck in that mindset of like, that's how it always is, but that's crap. And it, it's never been true. We've all just believed that it was true. And so the pandemic has forced us, really forced us to rethink, rethink how we show up, why we show up, and what are some other ways, thanks to the technology that we have, can we still connect and be connected? And not just on a a tangible technology-wise, but we're now starting to realize that just because we have face-to-face interactions or just because we're physically working next to someone, actually, does that really mean we're connected or are we still missing stuff? And many of the forward-thinking organizations that I've been talking to are really recognizing, oh, there's, there's some intangible stuff that we're missing, right? There's some soft skills, some communication skills, some interpersonal skills, some cultural um, elements that we are missing that are fundamental to connection, to helping people feel motivated, to helping people overcome those daily stresses, to talk about, to share, to engage, to interact, to make sure that once again we are physically mentally and emotionally energized there are some fundamental things and because they're not tangible they are what we typically term and I'm using air quotes now soft skills when we you know we disregard them when they're around and when when it's functioning but then when they're not around 
or again, a pandemic comes and suddenly you've got to go online and, and connect in different ways, you suddenly realize, oh, shit, this is really important. <laughs> These are really valuable really valuable and we've just been overlooking them. So all of these are aspects of burnout and all play vital roles in not only overcoming burnout, I think that's one part of it. And yes, we need to look at it now, but that's really short term. What we have to look at for future long-term and sustainable workplace um, culture and thriving in the workplace is looking at burnout prevention right complete prevention how do we again change the way in which we work to be able to really uh, avoid us and our people crashing and burning so I really encourage you guys to check in with yourself physically where are you noticing there's tension, there's stress? For me, anytime I get um, stress, I get um, a little rash comes up on my hands. It actually started on my neck when I was younger, when I was on my, you know, burnout path. It sort of came up as this itchy rash and it drove me insane. But I notice it now, it comes up. As soon as it comes up on my hands, you know, I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back and re-look at what I'm doing here. So it can be as subtle as that. If you're feeling tension in your neck, tension in, I hold tension in my jaw. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. A lot of us hold tension in, in our backs. We get uncomfortable. If you notice that you've been putting on weight, if you've noticed that you've been losing weight, right? not fully conscious or aware of like trying to lose weight or trying to put on weight. But if you notice some fluctuations in your weight, those can be signs of stress is not only creeping in, but it's starting to take hold. Then mentally, mentally notice what is your um, motivation levels, right? If you are dragging your feet to show up, particularly business owners, if you're dragging your feet to show up to your own business, something is fucking wrong. You know, there's a big problem there that you've got to check in with. Another one is focus, right? How is your ability to focus? If you're struggling to focus, that's a sign of burnout. That's a sign that maybe stress and these anxieties are kind of getting the better of you. And then the last one, again, more, there's always more to all of these guys, but I'm just, I want to do and encourage you to do a basic check-in of yourself. And the last one is emotional, how are you feeling emotionally if you are feeling isolated, which is totally understandable right now? If you are really feeling isolated, regardless of how many freaking meetings you're cramming into the day, if you are still feeling lonely and isolated, now is the time to act on that. Do something about that. Find your support network. Reach out to someone and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. If you've noticed that your energy levels and your mood is low, again, it's understandable. But know that these are all signs that you need to take action on this. It doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to just tough it out or push through. You know, you don't have to toughen up. There is nothing weak or shameful about reaching out for help and saying, guys, 
I just need some help. I don't know. Sometimes you don't even know what you need. You go, I'm just kind of feeling down or I'm not feeling myself or I'm just not 100% and I'm struggling to focus on stuff. I just need a little bit of help. Uh, I need someone to talk to, whatever that is for you. But reach out and start making some changes right now because the more we push it under the rug, the more we try and ignore it, the worse it gets. I'm telling you, nothing improves by ignoring these signs. These are all signs and symptoms that your body is telling you in a physical, mental and emotional way. It's calling out for help, help. (laughs) We need to change this. So I'm really committed to starting these conversations, having these conversations and start bringing awareness to the fact that this is this is our pandemic. This this culture of burnout, right? And the fact that it's so prevalent now more than ever. It's always been around, but now more than ever we're really noticing it and it's bubbling up to the surface. So much so that we can't push it down anymore. We cannot ignore it and gloss over it. So I really encourage you to reach out for assistance. Reach out to me. What I'm doing now is regular trainings um, and talks in workplaces with teams, with leaders, all around burnout, how we can overcome burnout when it sets hold and how we can rearrange the way we show up at work so we can just totally prevent this from happening and nip it in the bud as soon as it starts rearing its ugly head. Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.